Heads up, there's cussing in this podcast. Now you're left with lots of <laughs> <laughs> Are we just going to look at each other? Yeah, Hello and welcome to the Pub Hound Podcast. We are recording now. Mm. So keep eating the apple. I, <laughs> I started out with the bottle in my mouth this time. Yeah. Uh, this is Drew. I'm here with Rich. Hi. That's Rich. We also have a guest tonight. I don't Michael know why. Alf, Greetings. Author of Movies to See Before You Graduate from High School. Uh, we had him on here once before with Fairweather Ninjas. <laughs> Which was a pretty fun little yeah. novel. Yeah, thank you. I haven't read this one yet, but I'm looking forward to hearing hearing you talk about it a little bit. Well, this is one you can kind of read a little bit at a time. You okay. Because it's not really a novel; it's more of a, a guide to movie guide. watching. So you can pick it up, read a couple pages, watch a movie, come back to it a couple months later, flip through. You don't even need to read it in order. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. We'll talk more about that a little later. Uh, we also have. Brad and Holly from Bookhouse Cinema. Hello. As our guest bartenders. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for bringing the lovely gin and elderflower liqueur and even mixing it up. Yeah. The gin and tonics are amazing. I'm just having the gin and that's pretty darn good. It's great for a Monday night. Yeah. Just what you need. We're going to drink all the things here tonight. I'm starting to realize why Mm. you need ice and a gin and tonic. (laughs) We drink all the things every night. (laughs) It dilutes it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so uh, Joplin Empire Market, if you're listening, Ice Machine. Upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, In this office. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Right next to the Pub Hound office. Yeah. No, don't, actually, no, don't put it next to the Pub Hound office. That's loud. Because on the rare, rare occasion, one of us would be here trying to work. Well, no, you come at least once a week. I always but, drink it neat, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't need it next to the office, but <laughs> somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the building. <clears throat> somewhere on the second level. Yeah. Uh, so, Rich, um, mm-hmm. tell me your good news. What good news? Well, whatever you want. Uh, it's been 50 years, but the Chiefs are playing in another Super Bowl. Hey, that is That's good news. That's pretty awesome. That is exciting. Yeah. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That was very enthusiastic. <laughs> Woo, all of, sudden, all of a sudden, I'm a Chiefs fan. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't, yeah. I didn't. Patrick Mahomes has that effect on people. It's the I floppy think. hair. Yeah. It's going to be a great game. And the Kermit voice. It's the floppy hair, really good game. It could be. I think it's up. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I, I think it'll probably turn into a shootout. It's Kyle Shanahan. That offense is great. You know, they. When you think about it, you think about the outside zone run, but he has so many different wrinkles that they do that they throw into it that can keep you off. All right, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> this isn't a sports podcast. So Do you think the Chiefs won? I think I think so. Um, I'm not a f- not as they worried. They are favored by they are favored by two and a half. Or yeah, something. yeah. They started out as like a one one point favorite. Could go in overtime. No, I think it could be a shootout. But I think uh, I think the Chiefs defense could do just enough. And I am actually not at all afraid of San Francisco's defense. I'm definitely taking the over. I don't remember what the uh, the line was, but the over was like, or the over under was like fifty five. Uh, that's who broke to gamble, so I don't pay that close attention to yeah, the line. <laughs> I spent all my money on booze. I the okay. whole like five dollars of it. <laughs> uh, okay, so other than the Chiefs, uh, you got anything cool in the works? Um, or have you read anything interesting lately? Well, I, I read Howie's book this past oh, week. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And I appreciate that. Oh. I find. I feel the, stupid, uh, though, because I read it, like, front to back, cover to cover. I didn't, like, just skip around. Which you can read it however you want. Did you watch most of the movies in it? Have you seen them? I, there was quite That's a few a that I had not, project, not I watched. Oh, um, did you stop? Did you so there were definitely some that, like, when I read the the uh, the breakdown, I, I thought, yeah, I need to... I need to see that. Like, I, I really want to see one of Monster Need to watch Balls. fewer Fellini that movies. That looks really great. What's wrong with Fellini? You've seen them all. <laughs> I don't think I've seen all of them. Well, the <clears> ones <throat> that you like, you've seen dozens of times. Well, fine, but there's nothing wrong with that. No. What, what have you been doing? Why are you, why are you on me? <laughs> uh, I've, I finally read the the Ernest Hilburn book that you've been uh, raving Ernest about Hilbert? for yeah, months. Yeah, Caligulum. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Caligula? Caligulan, or yeah, yeah, it's um a collection of poetry. It was 2016, 2017. 
20, you've been talking about it for two or three years. Yeah. So yeah, well, it's really good. Uh, it Ernest, is really good. Ernest Hilbert is an excellent poet who also really loves metal. So, in fact, uh, you could uh, shortly after that book came out, he sold a bunch of T-shirts with the like a metal design for the um, for the for the book title. Nice. Um, that was, was cool. <laughs> I wanted one, but they didn't have them in my size because I'm a big guy. So. That's the problem when you make t-shirts. You never really know who's going to want one. And, yeah. yeah. So they always wind up getting discounts later. I thought tote bags are great. Coffee mugs. Mm. <laughs> I still like the t-shirts, but that's why I buy, buy the previous year. You know, mm -hmm. like you go to an event, instead of buying the this year's t-shirt, you buy the discount ones from the year before. You still I, get I feel the like I have way too many t-shirts. No. Can you have too many t-shirts? I don't know. I don't feel like yeah, I, I don't do. know. That's you guys don't have enough dates, huh? <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. The that's the uh, I like your logic. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take more time. More but aren't you off right now for like... Yeah, you're on sabbatical, right? I am on sabbatical. Is it no. to promote the book or write a new book or it's, to it's recover to, from it's, the book? It's to... Punishment for the book? Yeah. It's to work on a new project. Some new projects. So, which I haven't... I'm kind of outlining and just getting some ideas. Want some ideas? Do you want us to start so, throwing ideas at you? Throw whatever you want at me, as long as it's not sharp. <laughs> <laughs> start Careful more what like you wish for. predictions, like Nos Nostradamus. Who's gonna die? Like your own. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your twenty twenty death prediction. Yeah, we can get to that. Now. But like it Nostradamus. <laughs> well, you can just like you know, like your own predictions for the future, like vague, so that they'll always be you know, yeah. sort of. Hey, right in the quadrains. Yeah. Huh, maybe. Maybe. Sort or, of. Or probably not more. enough. <laughs> I spent all of last week wishing that, like... There would have been more stuff. The schools would have closed down, yeah. because when the schools closed down, the library closes down. Uh, and I was oh. just like, God, I, I don't want to go to work today. I We've woke up every so day, and the roads were fine, and it was terrible. so much rain lately. Yeah. I keep wishing, well, like, why is this not ice? It's, it's been pretty warm. Really warm for January. You just yeah. get a little bit of snow, and people in Joplin are... They want to show up. Because they want you to know how brave they are for leaving the house and going to the library. So they wear like three parkas and boots yeah. up to their knees. Like park on the landscaping sideways. <laughs> Just to get some DVDs in case this never blows over. Yeah. I made the mistake of going to the grocery store when it was snowing. Oof. I didn't I didn't mean to. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, everybody's there for their bread and the bread eggs milk. and milk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy Because they'll never be able to buy it again. I wouldn't buy milk. It's, it's so scary. If the power goes out, yeah. like, you don't want to buy something that's going to go bad. Well, if it's cold place. outside, you just put the milk outside. That's true. It is winter, yeah. Yeah. I like how a good a day, upcoming snowpocalypse empties out the stores and it brings home the fact that it would take no time at all for the locals to just completely decimate our community resources in, like, three days. Yeah. We're not, we're not left. siege ready. Yeah, sure. No. you got to deal with what's in your house. I have cans of beans in my house the last three months. Yeah, <laughs> cans of beans only last, like, three years. Yeah. You should bring them to the, kind of the theater and get a discount. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's what we need. Free popcorn and soda for me. Uh, yeah. Speaking of people without enough food, Jomo Restaurant. Jomo yeah, Restaurant. Jomo yeah. Restaurant. Yeah. We are recording this in Jomo <laughs> Restaurant Week. Whether or not it actually makes it to your ears in that time is... Uh, Remains to be seen. But if you miss yeah, it this year, check it out next year. Yeah, all across Joplin, you get free food or discounts for bringing a non-perishable food item. They're going to say canned goods, but just think non-perishable food items. Nobody wants your creamed corn. Instant mashed potatoes are where it's at. Macaroni and cheese can sit on a shelf. If you're going to make creamed yeah. corn, you should like buy frozen corn or ears of corn. Yeah. And then cream it. I mean, yeah, exactly. there's a special place yeah. on my palate for creamed corn. I don't know. I like it, but nobody else wants it. Already pushing that R rating for the end. We're going to hit an R17. All right. We're doing great, guys. We're doing great. Um, so... Let's uh, let's just let's take a minute to uh, you know rest our minds and finish um, apple and finish our fantastic. finish our current beverages. Should and we do a plug for sweet tango apples? <laughs> yeah, uh, sweet tango apples. I still haven't tried mine. So I can't oh, they're the best apples in the world. <laughs> They'll unleash the I can't man wait. in you. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pub Hound Podcast. I'm putting on my best carnival collar voice for it's this. It's a weird night. Is it? Just in general. 
I mean, not necessarily this. Just today's been weird, and you're being a carnival caller is weird. I, I gotta, I gotta rope you guys all back in. We just had about a ten minute conversation about uh, butterfly effects. So. It's garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> the makeup is good. The makeup's, the makeup's good. good. Yeah, makeup's good. Especially on what may or may not have been Alicia Silverstone. I don't remember who's. Not that. worth remembering. Was she in it? No, I don't I think, think so. so. Oh, they weren't the same. Know. Wait, did she play the butterfly? <laughs> it was some blonde lady. <laughs> yeah, she was, yeah, she was, she was a butterfly, <laughs> and you've got to watch it tonight on Amazon. No, okay, I'm gonna the phone. It's a movie to watch on your cell phone. It's. I'm gonna guess that it was Brittany Murphy, because why not? That was more of the time period. That was. I think Brittany Murphy would have been younger. It was somebody who was in Clueless. Is anyone else? I guess. Oh. I don't know. Okay, let's see. What year did it come out? What ninety eight? Oh, 2004. Was it, 2000, what? Wow. Was no. it the girl from Road Trip? I, I was a teenager. Amy Smart. Oh! Nailed it! What? Oh, wow. Nice. How'd you do that? It's like, who could look like. <laughs> You're the a one who hasn't seen it. Or a <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that's who it is. Hmm. Impressive. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm done. See you guys okay. later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that conversation all stemmed from the fact that we all realized that. The four of us are the same age and went to the same movie theaters. And Joplin used to have so many movie theaters. That's true. And now there are two. It's plus Web City. Does that count? Yeah. It's adjacent. No, it's not Joplin proper. Count. No. Well, we weren't counting that before. No, we weren't. But we used to have a drive-in in Web City. Yeah, and I would have counted was, if yeah. So, so drive-in. So I think they get one. Three yeah. in the metropolitan area. Now it's a Walmart. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Anyway, we're going to talk about this book. Yeah. (laughs) And how we we just proved that he is qualified to write a book about movies. Well, thank you. Because he he knows actresses that were in movies he didn't see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just came to me. Oh. So, yeah. um, Would you like to talk a little bit about your book? I mean, that's why you came on. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to. Do you have any questions for me to begin, or do you just kind of <laughs> no? I just figured I'd let you handle this one. Um, so the book is "Movies to See Before You Graduate High School." It is Roman and Littlefield. Yes, Roman, those correct. Publishers. Yeah. Yeah. Roman and Littlefield Publishers. Um, how did the How did the book come about? Well, I go to a conference every February in Albuquerque, the uh, Pop Culture Conference, mm-hmm. because I'm the area chair for the Alfred Hitchcock panels. So I. I put out a call for papers, and I accept papers, and I form panels, and I, I go to the conference, and I sit down on the presentations, and um, I don't just go to the Hitchcock panels. There's, it's a pop culture conference, so there's panels on zombies, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, James Bond, The Grateful Dead, fairy tales, Victorian literature, anything you can possibly think of that would relate to pop culture, there are presentations on it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to read it. Does, huh? Does work pay for you to go to this? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so so I go every year. And so there's always book vendors who show up at the conference selling books from their company. McFarland is there wow. and uh, Roman Littlefield and New Mexico Press. And I got an email from uh, one of the publishers of Roman Littlefield who said, I know that you attend this conference every year. And I know that you've, you've written some books um, in, in young adult literature and that you've done some research in this area, would you be interested in talking with me about a possible project? And I said, sure. And so we met at the conference and he said, I want to put together a, a movie guide for young adults on movies that I think they should see before they graduate from high school. Would you be interested in writing it? And wow. I said, yeah, I would. And he said, okay. So we brainstormed ideas and he said, well, write up, write a couple of entries and then write a proposal and then send me the proposal. And he took it to his board and they reviewed it and they looked at it and they approved it and gave me some suggestions and then I basically worked with him uh, for about a year on it. So, yeah. So I think I finished the book, I turned it in in April of 2019 and I started it in June of 18. So, yeah. Sorry, we're brandishing yeah, knives now. Long. I don't know what's happening. Uh, so it was, it, was, it, was okay. a, it was about a year project. Yeah. <clears throat> including all the th- that's pretty quick though yeah like, I watched a lot of movies I mean I, I I'm not lying I literally watched nothing but young adult films <laughs> for almost an entire year so when I was done with this I was so happy to just go back to my Netflix <laughs> it was like nothing but it. On stuff. yeah because I just you know I didn't uh, I didn't want to waste time because you no. know because for each movie I would wa- usually watch them twice I'd watch it the first time and just 
look at it and enjoy it and think about it. And then I'd watch it a second time. And the second time I watched it, I would take notes and pause it and rewind it yeah. and jot stuff down. And then I'd have to write the entry. And each entry usually took me around um, about three days, three or four days to write each one. And I didn't put them in any sort of order. I just did them as I saw the movies and thought of the movies. And then at the end, I and put then them put it out yeah. order. Yeah, that's how they wanted to, they wanted it. So was the was there already sort of a let's get this done in a year? Was there already that deadline, or is it just no? There was your, a deadline. Your work ethic, just like no, it was. Uh, I made the deadline myself. Yeah. Yeah, which I regret. <laughs> um, Sorry, there's somebody yeah. who's like really adverse to deadlines. It just amazes me <laughs> yeah. somebody would make one for themselves. No. Um, Thank you. <laughs> It's really hard to watch a lot of no. movies. It's time-consuming. I've been it's trying to very, catch up over the last couple of years. Everything yeah. I've missed. It's very time-consuming. You have to turn a lot of things down. Yeah. And so, when I wrote the proposal, you have to include when you think the book will be done and when you can deliver a final manuscript to the publisher. And I put April 1st. Because <laughs> I thought that. And I, I did it, but it was... Because you thought you'd well, be able to say, I, April I should have. Yeah, I should have given myself a full... <laughs> year like I should have given it June 1st or something like that because um, it was it was intense but I got it done it was fine well, originally we talked about 100 movies yeah, and I, then I, it was like you know this is just a lot and he, we didn't want the book to be too long because young adults who read a book probably don't want a book that's huge yeah right so even he, if it is more of like a reference I mean did yeah, you land on I landed on 60 <coughs> but for each movie I include a recommended double feature so in essence there's 120 possible films in there and it's not really a critical text. There's no analysis. There's not much analysis of the film. There's a little bit. Yeah. But it's mostly a, I mean, this generation, if they're interested in the movie, they go to IMDb, they read about it, they want to see what the deal is. So what I tried to do was um, I tried to include enough plot to get them interested in the film and maybe include a little bit of analysis in terms of some themes and ideas that might interest them. Um, I tried not to give away any endings or major plot points in it, but just enough to sort of get them interested. And then I included what I felt were great lines in the film, um, important themes, and things like that. So, And I also tried to make sure that it was I was very varied. Yeah. So but I could have included... different genres and also uh, years. Yeah, and that was... Uh, Time period. That was intentional because I, if I was going to do 60 of the best mm. young adult films, this might be a different book. But I wanted to include a wide range of films for a wide range of tastes. Mm -hmm. So some people just want to watch a silly, stupid movie sometimes. Yeah. So I'm like, well, Better Off Dead is great. <laughs> um, but Better Off Dead is not going to knock over the Academy Awards or anything like that. But it's hilarious, and it's a cult classic. Um, but, I, so I, but I did want to include, like, for the artsy teenagers who really want to... There's no Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is not in there. Oh, oh you, I think it's a double is... feature. No, it might be okay, recommended okay, double sorry. feature. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to uh, shoot me. <laughs> like that—that's the first thing that happens when you read through it and you love movies, and then you start you're yeah, like, looking to yeah. see what is and isn't there. Where is Harold and Maude? <laughs> Why is Harold and Maude not in yeah. here? So, but so there's what, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's you worked really hard on it. Sixty. <laughs> What, what were some of the criteria you had for, like, what will go in or what won't go in? Well, it had to be a young adult film. Meaning the main protagonist had mm -hmm. to be between the ages of about 12 and 20 and had to be going through major issues that most teenagers go through. So it could be peer pressure, drugs, divorce, um, learning, fiscal responsibility, sexual maturity, like any of those major themes that you think about when you think about the high school years. I wanted that in the book. So, but I also wanted to include a, a wide range of genres, as I said. So I included some horror films, um, and some of them in there were kind of a little, I think, ones that people might not normally think about, like Christine. Yeah, which I think is a great yeah. one, but it really yeah. is. But well, it's, it is. it's a flip side of being you know, like you you watch that film and you can learn from it, not because of everything he does right, but everything he does wrong, are things you don't want to do. Like you don't <laughs> buy a possessed car. Everybody should know that. Um, it's a bad idea. Right. And I also want to include some older films. And I know that a lot of teenagers now may maybe are like, I don't want to watch an old movie, but there's a lot of teenagers who are sort of 
artsy-fartsy, and they pride themselves on having some sort of eclectic taste. We're so, finally starting to see young people come to Bookhouse. It's taken us almost two years to get awesome. high schoolers to come in groups for that's things. That's awesome. But when yeah. we showed, like, Army of Darkness on Halloween, we had a I whole love bunch Army of high schoolers. Of that was just we like, yeah. Do they like it? Because I don't think there's anybody yeah. in there awesome. I mean, they don't come in, and, you know, because a lot of what we see are people coming in, they yeah. sit down for dinner, and then they go enjoy a film in the cinema. But um, these kids, they just come in. They don't even, like... (laughs) You should kick them out. They don't buy popcorn. (laughs) They don't buy soda. They spend, you know, their few dollars that they have just going to... And that's fine with us, too. We just want people to really, really get the movies. And then they start talking about it, Mm -hmm. which is what I hoped, was that kids might pick up this book with friends and be like, let's watch this movie together Mm -hmm. and then watch it and then maybe talk about it and say if they agree or disagree, you know, with some of the ideas. So I I included Rebel Without a Cause. I think it's the oldest one I have on here. Um, it's great acting. It is. It's fantastic. And then I include The Last Picture Show, which is, fan- which is fantastic, too. Now, a lot of teenagers may find those movies slow. Um, <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, I mean, Sybil Shepherd still looks great in Last Picture Show. You know? <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I tried to include a, a wide range. You know, but there are a lot of movies I left out because I couldn't I couldn't include them all. That, that was another, uh, another thing I was wondering. I know any time, you know, anybody you know, puts together a list, you always have, even if it's a long list, you know, like 60 or 100, you always have those things that you didn't quite put in that you really wanted to. So what are a couple of uh, movies that you had kind of wanted to put in and just didn't quite make the cut? You know, I actually wrote an entry for The Monster Squad. Oh, man. And it was in the book almost till the end, and then I pulled it out because... Would you recommend that with Monster House? Was that right? Everything? I did. I did recommend it as a double feature. Boy, that's tough. Which is great. But that's cute. So I kept it in there. So it's still in there as a double feature, but I didn't include a whole entry on it because I happened to see Call Me By Your Name while I was writing the book, and I was like, I got to include this in the book because I well, just thought that was just brilliant. It has got so much more growth than Monster Squad. It does. Yeah. But Monster Squad has all of the classic monsters. It is. Yeah, well, it's yeah. also nostalgic, and that's why we love it. But for kids today, that's not going to be nostalgic, because yeah. that's... Yeah. But the kids just became more of the kids that they were over the, like, two-day mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah. Well, but this this book is seems to me like, I mean, we're talking about it now. Like, it's almost as much for adults as it is for teenagers, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you can... Because everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, we're yeah. Um, we've all we experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, before you're forty, we're good. Before your twentieth high school year. Even yeah. if you're not a high school student, you can still be an adult, watch the no. films, and either be nostalgic because you remember them, or just watch them and be nostalgic for remembering this is what it was like or this is what it wasn't like when I was in high school, and then you can have a conversation. Have, yeah, high schoolers in your life. Yeah. Like, or, my nephew yeah. will. Like, yeah. Well, I was hoping parents might. And then we sit down with our kids and flip through the book and say, let's, let's watch see this. Movie. Let's watch this. And together. I included I at the end, here are movies you don't want to watch with your parents. That are the <laughs> and here are the best movies to watch with your parents so that they know. Yeah. Like the movie to keep on your dresser? Yeah. But on the inside of the VHS sleeve, yeah. it's actually something really So American uh, Pie? No. Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Do you Don't have teenage children? Do you have children? I don't have any children. Do you have any children? Oh, nice and choice. Yeah. Good life. We have teenagers, and it's really How hard to they? get them almost 14. 14 next week and 17. Okay. Yeah. And it's really hard to get them to watch movies. With really? Them. Yeah. The younger one, she hmm. will, she's into more films. And even though she's, you know, she doesn't seem like she would be. She She's the one who's more into, like, foreign films and, and watching classic They films. go to the movies often or no? Mm, our Not oldest enough. daughter really likes action films. If there's emotion in it, she doesn't want it. Like she John wants Wick. to watch. Yeah, like um, uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver is one of her favorite movies. Of I think Baby Driver is a great yeah, movie. Yeah, it's awesome. She likes really that. Cool. She likes you know horror and action, whereas the younger one likes yeah. a good. Okay. Uh, she likes Later a good costume one, drama. She watches those just with me. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Which is like the worst hacksaw death oh, ever. We don't like those. Which one is this? Veda. Can you handle the movies like that? But if you had Annika start to watch just the opening... No, we go in the other room and we watch... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you could take Annika to see a Spanish film and she would sit there through it. But she'll see different things. And I think that as a parent, that's fun. And I I don't know if I looked at your book like a parent or not. But when you talk about... Like, these are the, the values that you see the characters deal with. or The problems that teens have. Yeah. 
what's Howie doing? How's he How's he doing? Is he okay? Do I need to check on him? You know? And so, oh, you like, do. I really <laughs> liked... Especially after a year of watching coming-of-age films. We should have really checked on The guys who have been watching these teenager movies all year. Yeah. But, uh... And yeah, that actually led me to another question. I try to find films that make me seem like you're probably a decent human being. Because you see, we're a great psychopath. We were, we were, but now we're, but now we think you're a psychopath. So after reading most of this, I was excited to actually meet you. But I did want to know because it comes off of this, and I hope I'm not eating up the clock. But don't worry about it. When this was over, and when you started to watch the other movies that you wanted to, and you knew your book was like final print sent off. Did you find yourself looking at the new movies that you were watching? There's got to be some buyer's remorse, like, right? Like, oh, I should have picked this. Well, up. yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I didn't include 1984's Karate Kid. Oh, and that's a great film, mm-hmm. but I was yeah. like, I can't, I couldn't fit that in. I watched there were, and there were a lot of movies I watched. What about the new Karate Kid with Snoop Dogg's kid? And I didn't <laughs> see that. I didn't. Um, I watched Saved. Saved was great. Which I liked, but I just I I'm couldn't fit it in there. I was like, it. well. So I didn't include that one. I watched a couple foreign films, and, and some of them I did was like, ah, I don't want to put that in there. Um, but I did include a couple of, of foreign ones. I think I included E2 Mama Tambien as a double feature. So the nice thing was including the double feature allowed me to basically double mm-hmm. without having to write an entry for each one of those, but enough where if somebody watches the movie and likes it, they could then watch this other one, or they could get both of them mm-hmm. and really do a, a movie night with, with friends. They're indexed nicely. So mm-hmm. you can yeah. look up a movie. Oh, oh yeah. it's mentioned here. It's not. It doesn't have yeah. a listing. It, and then you can see what it would appear. And that's a while. Because I try to break it up. by If students are interested in certain themes, like bullying or things like that, they can go to the back and they can say, well, here are all the movies in the book that deal with this theme. Um, but that index, man, took me forever. Well, it's got like it's three, four appendices. Well, the, the, the main one, the publisher sent back and was like, make this, like, add more. <laughs> and so I had to. I spent a whole weekend Ugh. going through, and ba- and the thing that sucks about writing an index is, like, you have to search through the entire book wherever that name is mentioned or that mm-hmm. film or something, and you have to document the page number. And so they wanted it just deeper and bigger. And so I got to the point where, like, if I'd mentioned a song, I'm like, I put it in the index. Like every every time I mentioned. Um, Molly Ringwald. I was like, I had to do find on the document and, and then write down each She's page She's got to be in there a half a dozen times. Yeah, yeah, because I did Pretty in Pink, I did The Breakfast Club, <laughs> and I did 16 Candles. You know, so she's on a bunch of pages. So, But then I also did, I had to do people, I had to do movies, I also did places, I did music, and then I also did themes and major ideas. So it was, it was pretty lengthy. So by the time I was done, I was very happy. To send out the final document. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, here's the thing the publisher had the idea for the structure, right? I had some say, um, but they actually, gave, they actually gave, sent me three different covers and said, and, and I had a say over which one I liked best. And, and that, luckily, that was also the one that I liked the best. I like the, com- yeah. the composition yeah. book. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, really nice. cool. The, the other one, the other cover a had book. a picture of Mean Girls on it. Like um, the actual movie, Mean Girls? Yeah, just... yeah. Actually. What is the picture mm. from on the cover? It's uh, Wolf. Oh, okay. So, we showed that. Yeah. We did, we showed that for so a it was, it was really, uh, <laughs> it was a good experience working with them. They were great. They were, they were fantastic. Uh, the publishers and everything. And, yeah. And that book came out in, in December, so. Yeah, it's been out for a little over a month, so. But were you damaged? I was not. I, no, I was you not. Didn't hurt yourself watching I did. I loved it. I mean, you know, and I'd seen a, I'd seen most of them before, um, but I teach film, you know, at Missouri Southern as well, and so I'm always looking for new films to watch. So, yeah, it was it was a nice escape. You have a cool job. I do. <laughs> you know, so I taught. Uh, I was I was telling you guys earlier that I taught a class last fall on Alfred Hitchcock. And then this past fall, last semester, I taught a class on Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin, which is... You've done that one before. Yeah, years ago. And the students loved it, because they walk in, and they're like, ah, silent film, how can this be funny? They loved it. They thought it was great. They got into them a lot. I would really like for student groups at Southern to do more of that. Uh, Okay. Tried to make it known, but... We would love to be more of a film center... Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about that yeah. then, maybe. Brainstorm some ideas. I'd be, I'd be happy It's to really that. hard picking movies. It is hard. Even with parameters. Yeah. It's still really difficult. I feel like we need to show a movie 
for you know this reason yeah. or because of this month or this significant yeah. public event happening. My students love the class so much that they actually told me they said you should show City Lights on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day because wow. it's such oh. it's a comedy. They're like it's oh. great. And I was like it is it's perfect. That last scene. That though. last scene is great. It's so fucking heartbreaking. It is. It's awesome. <laughs> it's one of the best. It's really. Oh. So they were they got into it. We're going to show Ghost on Valentine's Day. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You get some pottery. You're going to get some pottery. Yeah, it's the 30th anniversary. Oh, yeah, it's participation. Set him up in the pub. Cans around. The title now? So, yeah, you know. I would like to maybe make a... Maybe we could do this to one of our kids. Like, hey, watch this. Now watch this. And then see what kind of feedback we got from them. Like, do these fit or do they, they have test the time? It, you test it out. They have more spare yeah. time than we do to watch movies. Do they? That's awesome. Have they seen Heather's? Heather's is great. Yeah. So. Heather's holds up very well yes. still because it was ahead of its time, which is one of the reasons why it didn't do very well. Drop when a little it first theater came out. did a production of that just like. I haven't a year seen and a half the musical. It, it was pretty fun. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 not really a big theater person, but I thought they did a nice job. Have you seen it. the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would like to be able to catch more theater around here. We have so much going on. There's a lot of live performance in Joplin, as far as you know. We have like three Surprising, live theaters. Yeah. They do plays yeah. plus another black box theater about to open. I hope so. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, corner of Second Main Street. Where okay. Frosted used to be. What are they called? Frosted Cakery? Dream Theater. Yeah. Dream Theater Company. Yeah. Used to yeah, be. yeah, they're opening That's soon. Right. That's one more thing that I won't have time to do. <laughs> but I'll drive by it every night. Oh, yeah. Interesting. We've got a lot going on in Joplin. But yeah, and a lot of these 80s movies are, are being adapted for the stage. Did yeah. you see the high school group that put on Aliens? I saw oh, what? about the it YouTube and I was like, yeah. Videos? These high school kids did a production of Aliens. They didn't have the license to do it, so they got in some trouble, but then... Who, who directed what did they get? Scott, Scott, Scott was just like, no, Ridley Scott amazing. showed up and was like, I want to do another show. And then Sigourney Weaver showed up and spoke to them. And it, it was like the costumes they did are yeah. really good. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, like their alien was amazing. Their YouTube was, videos. Yeah. Them. Google like high school alien production <laughs> and it'll be on there. Also, look up that possum lady. <laughs> so <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be her. <laughs> You guys should do that with your kids and let me know how it works out. Yeah. Let me know what, what to watch. I'll, we'll, we'll have them read your book. We should make them each watch each of the films separately, though, because I want to see what they get out of it. Because we get very different things out of films. They can watch them together and still get different things out of it. Their brains do work individually. And I did include a, I did include a rating system in there with why it's rated R or what. In case, you know. Because yeah. my nephew is 10 and my sister was like... Some of the movies I'll let him watch, but some of them I won't quite and yet. I yeah, understand that at 10, but at 17, yeah. you know. 17, you're if fine. If we're worried you're about what she's seeing on the TV, we're worrying about the wrong thing. Yeah, because you hear, who knows what you hear in schools? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Everything. Just... <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That was the 90s. Can't imagine how it works again. Yeah. We did not have cell phones linking us to <laughs> every person we've ever met for hours a day. Except now it's on Snapchat. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Okay, well, we've made some real breakthroughs here, guys. <laughs> I like watching movies like with my teenagers that I watch as a teenager. I think it's Sorry. really fun. It's a cool experience. Like Porky's? I'm just glad it's still alive. I don't think I was a teenager when I watched Porky's. I think I was probably younger than that. Oh, really? Yeah. I was young. Like, I, my dad well, I have, like, three older sisters. The youngest mm-hmm. of my uh, three sisters is still, like, ten years older than I am. So, like, you I watched a lot of things that my parents probably wished I didn't when I was, like, a little kid, because I would just, you know, yeah. my sisters just babysit me, and they watch whatever the fuck they wanted to watch, and yeah. so I, I got to watch it, too. You were so. like, this is awesome. I grew yeah, up on liquid, it was. My, my sister's liquid television. Liquid television, liquid television oh, raised me. Watch yeah. it. I grew it up on classic. Eon. What's the double home? feature? Eon Flux. It, uh, it, it didn't include in the book. Yeah. It's not in there. It's, it's not in there. It's not in there. No. There was 60 movies that were better to include. So, but Porky's is classic. Did you make a rule for yourself about excluding series? Uh, like which ones? Um, like the Harry Potter series or Twilight or... No, well, I wasn't going to include Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And for Harry Potter, like the first one I wouldn't have included because it's, it's more young. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to include Harry Potter, I would have included maybe something like 
Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah. Goblet of Fire is um, the most transformative. Yeah, but I, and I thought about that. But the other thing I thought was, you know, everybody yeah. knows Harry Potter and sees it. And I kind of also wanted to introduce some films that people yeah. weren't familiar with. Film, film. So, so that was one of the, that was one of the ideas. So, but I certainly thought about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, what were some that you absolutely had to have in that, like, you knew it's like this is a this is a no-brainer. This is going in. I mean, aside from Heather's. I mean, when I wrote the proposal, when I wrote the proposal for the uh, for Roman and Littlefield, I think the three or four movies I included in the proposal was Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, <laughs> um, and I think those were the three that I included right off the bat. But I also I always knew I was going to include The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. um, Sixteen Candles. Um, I knew that I was probably going to include some older ones like Rebel Without a Cause. I knew I was going to include American Graffiti. Because I wanted to have some older ones on there. And I also knew I wanted to include some animated films. So I knew Monster House was going to be on there. You had the Breadwinner on there. I put the Breadwinner on there because I also wanted to do some multicultural films that felt a little more diversity. And the Breadwinner is is a good movie. And the book is fantastic, too. So it's it's not only animated, it's also multicultural and it's foreign. So it it checked off a lot of of boxes. I think you recommended... Uh, Persepolis from that? yeah oh, yeah I think that was so the, the watch so that was yeah. like that would be tough because that was also really I think I watched that in high school I think yeah. we watched that no. together and it's a sad movie I mean yeah, it's not I don't think it's yeah, yeah. they both are yeah and I included Moana because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think Moana's great I think the songs are great I think the movie's <laughs> awesome I was like it fits the bill of a young adult film very well because she's got to she got to leave her home and got to go off by herself without any adults make decisions, make mistakes, learn from them, and then come home at the end a changed person. So it totally fits the structure of that of the hero journey that is important in, in young adult literature and even films. So and I thought it was well done. Hmm. I can't remember what the double feature was for that one, but what? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Familiar with the That's uh, why alphabetical order is nice. I will say that. Reference books are really great. They and the are. index and uh, this is a really nicely put together book. Kubo and the Two Strings. A Kubo oh, and the Two Strings. Yeah. Another so there we go. And uh, oh, Sing Street. Mm. Have you seen Sing Street? It is great. If I recommend a film, a couple of films in there that mo- nobody's probably seen but should see. Is that the Sing Irish Street? Film? Yes. With what was the name of the band? Um, uh, was this about a band? I can't remember. Yeah, he starts a band to impress a girl. His parents are getting divorced. It is a fantastic film. Great. It's a, it's just an amazing film. It's one of those feel good movies. I'm just gonna read this quietly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna sit here and silently judge. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So there was uh, there was a lot. These cashews are fantastic. <laughs> we put together a film series last summer that was all what do we call it? Like kids on the lamb. Kids on the lamb. Teen runaway films. So it was the Goonies. Billy Jean. The Legend of yeah. Billy Jean. Oh, my Billie ultimate Jean. favorite. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Slater. Yeah. And the gal that plays the voice of Bart Simpson. What is her name? Yardley Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She um, sounded the same when she was like 15 and she. I does. can't remember. Yeah. It was so good. She, she was a incredible voice acting for What else did we do? The Goonies, The Outsiders. Um, oh, The Outsiders. Yeah, that was fun. It's also a Patrick Swayze movie. Did you do Stand By Me? We didn't do Stand By Me, but that was on the list, and just having to pare it down, and people kept coming up to me and going, what did you, what about, like... That was one I I knew I would include. Stand Stand By Me was great. All list making is an exercise of reduction, Mm -hmm. right? Not addition. Mm -hmm. I I sat down and made a list of all the films I could include, and I hit about 150. And then I just went from there, and I was like, well, this one's better. It, this fits the bill, and I, I pared it down as much as I could, and then at the end I had to. And then yeah, you get to the end, and it's and like, oh. it's rough. Yeah, yeah. And it kind so of it's the same thing when we decided to open a movie theater, right? It's like these are these are the five hundred movies that these guys say are the best. No, and then you know, and then just I love hard. this. I hate this. I love this. I hate this. People won't come to yeah. this, even though I want to show this. That's our tough because we have to keep the doors and the lights on. Yeah. But tough decisions have to be made when it comes to movies, and, and it's really hard. Because sometimes Brad's like, hey, there's this whole feature-length video of Russian dash cam. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Brad, no. 
Have you guys thought about doing like <laughs> <laughs> Russian dash cam footage? It's like there's a bear crawling on the car, and then and it's all set to techno music. Yeah, and it's just an hour, hour and hour fifteen and minutes yeah. or something. You guys I don't do think I can handle that much techno, man. No, but I think that I want to try something this summer Not and the do dash an overnight lock-in. It's the techno. Like, no, I'm fine yeah. with the dash cam. Because I, I want to see the Bear Crawling the Evil Dead trilogy. I want to see the guy riding the unicycle. It could be super fun. I think this summer, over the course of the summer, we might do several overnight lock-in type things. Whoa. Yeah. Lock in? You yeah. have to camp, show a team. Camp bookhouse. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Do you, do you keep the kitchen open or no? Probably, you... probably have the kitchen open late and then maybe other snacks available. Should we get a microwave for that? <laughs> yeah. Just like throw some pizzas <laughs> get in Get some Totino's pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Yeah, burritos. pizza rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, don't know yet. It's just a thought that's been passing my through, you know, to do You some, can do all sorts like the okay. Matrix trilogy, yeah. like yeah. all sorts of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be fun to do something for kids. Well, yeah, I want to do that too, like a summer camp program for kids during the daytime. Not the Matrix trilogy. No. <laughs> Although. because no, the third one sucks. <laughs> the second one's not that good. I want to do Roald Dahl films. Just watch the Roald Dahl ones, right? Yeah, make them read the well, books. There's going to be And then the they're Matrix, welcome to come yeah. back and watch the movie with a healthy awesome. snack. Well, I, I've heard that they start shooting Matrix 4 next year. Like what? Very so, yeah. It's actually the release date is the same as John Wick Four. Hmm. Wow, Keanu. So it'll be like a day wow. of Keanu. Staying busy. I was thinking of showing Dumb and Dumber for Valentine's. Dumb and Dumber. Because if you take a date to go see Dumb and Dumber and they don't laugh, just leave them. Just that's not not worth the second date. You know what? You know what is hilarious is there's something about Mary. The something about Mary is funny. You should show that one. And that's pretty good. And then you should pass out. Uh, it's another free hair gel. Movie. Free hair gel, yeah. <laughs> I should be taking notes. <laughs> We should well, sign you can up for go your back class and listen to this. I will <laughs> and we will distract <laughs> you from your topic. I think discussion. my next class will be. Um, I don't know. I don't know for sure. We're going to be film noir. It'll be film noir, I think. Film noir. Yeah, because I love film noir. So, in fact, earlier today I watched *Farewell, My Lovely* with Robert Mitchum. He's a classic noir from 1970. Robert Mitchum is great. Yeah. What we should show the original *Cape Fear* on Valentine's Day. How many do you watch That's a lot? Do you watch any like uh, oh, so good. TV series like that are now? I love Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Good job. I like Big Mouth. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yet. It's hilarious. Oh, it's pretty fine. You know, I didn't include I any TV. Don't watch with your kids. You, yeah, I could have watched that, but not with us. I could have rented a whole book just on TV instead of movies. There's so many um, good TV series yeah. now, and like like there's a lot of stuff that I would consider noir. That I love Dexter. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Dexter. Oh, I love Dexter. That's your list. Um, and then what else do I? I think is it the music that makes it so noir? Because you've got that. I mean, it's it's the whole black and white photography and the femme fatale, the private eye, and the use of light and shadow, and this idea that the world's gone to shit and you can't trust anybody. You should come see Motherless Brooklyn. You got principles. Have you seen that yet? It came out last fall, but it was Uh, um, altogether a Bruce Willis, right? And Edward Norton. Edward Norton. I think that he. I don't know if he adapted the screenplay, but I'm pretty sure he directed it. Okay. And I'm listening to the audiobook now. And it's Alex just wonderful. But it's, yeah, it has a great cast. Yeah, and it's noir. That's exactly what it is. But he's a, he's a detective with Tourette syndrome. Hmm. So it's like the score. has like this verbal spaghetti okay. that comes out. And I think it is the only like really like neuroses or mental affliction that you can laugh at, maybe. <laughs> It's the, only one that's safe. it's the only one that's safe enough to use for like a comic relief. I actually it's laugh okay. at one of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse. Edit that out. <laughs> hey, I feel sorry for you. You're hilarious. Oh, that's great. I love talking to you. Say it again. <laughs> Have you seen the original Cape Fear? Yeah. yeah it's it's good. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Robert Mitchum. But it's one of the... Uh, I don't know what I like better. Like the De Niro or the it's a, Mitchum. It's, yeah. It's, it's tough because they're, they're both good. beautiful. They're both really well done, yeah. But that never happens. Mm-mm. No. Scorsese is just such a talented director, man. And it's like, he's awesome. I mean, he's been, I would, yeah. You could, I could do a class well, just on that, him. Did you see that mm-hmm. latest movie? That yeah, I was Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was yeah. okay. Yeah. I thought it was impressive the way that they made Robert De Niro look young. Yeah, and it's sort of the it's sort of even a, though he didn't actually look like Robert De Niro when he was young. Yeah, he looked like 
I mean, it's not a traditional gangster movie, which I think some people might have expected, but it's sort of the capstone to all the gangster movies he's made. So it's sort of more poetic and more introspective, and they're looking back. I mean, you look at the old violent stuff, and this is, these are just guys who are just trying to come to grips with like what they've done. So it's a little bit more sort of softer, I think. I think that's what he was going for. But I, I mean, I, you get Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci in a movie together. Like, yeah, I'll watch it for three and a half hours. Like they were just they're great. <laughs> so, you know, I thought it was I thought it was good. Netflix is doing some good stuff. I heard the Two Popes is good. Yeah, I've heard well, that too. The mm-hmm. the potential that that television series have to present a story is incredible. I mean, it's so much better. And they're There's doing so much it more now. money they're in doing it now than it there now. ever was. It's, mm-hmm. Instead of having this one-off, like, one episode needs to, you know, have the full story arc. When I love can tell the story arc through it. I love The Haunting yeah. of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Great. The next it one's going to be great, too, I'm sure. Really? Did you see it? I haven't seen it. But it has nothing to do with yeah. the book, though, watch right? it. Yes. No. No. Well, it's one of the best there were some relationships. Every episode is better. It is emotionally intense. As well. It's a family, you know, it's an intense family drama disguised as a horror. Film. It makes you love them. You love all the characters. I'm not sure either of those things sounds that exciting to me, though. But it's really well, good. You're wrong. <laughs> you were objectively wrong. It's really You give it it's like really 35 good. minutes, you might end up in a place where you're like, wow, I'm glad I did that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, Fair enough. It's Fair definitely enough. worth it. I recently discovered I haven't talked to anybody who didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really talk to anybody. <laughs> I liked it. It's not that scary. You <laughs> like it. I watched a couple episodes yeah. with him. I might wind you know, up watching like the last no, twenty minutes. Because he was watching without me. Cut oh. out Which is okay. I can't, I can't blame him. I'm glad you could do that. Our TV watching time doesn't always coincide. Okay. Right. Yes. Do you watch American Horror Story? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the last two seasons. The new, the new, the newest season, uh, 1984. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need was to catch up. Was a lot up. of fun because it was basically in the. Uh, mode of an 80s horror film, an 80s slasher film. Okay, so those are fun. They at a camp, but they had all oh. 80s music and people wearing leggings and doing the workouts, and but it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it's very nostalgic if you grew up watching 80s slasher films. I get freaked out because I volunteer at camps a lot, and I spend time at oh, you camp. You should totally see it. No, I find myself <laughs> running through the woods at night for no reason. I'm, I don't know what I'm scared of. I don't know why I'm running. You need to Jason see it. Jason yeah. is why I'm running. I love horror. <laughs> What does That's that what, mean? You guys need a soundboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so until until you get one, you can use the one I put on our website. That is not public. For sound effects, just yeah. plug them in. There's you just need that every now and then. Oh, yeah. You can make anything. There you go. <laughs> well, I think I love um, horror. <laughs> we have plenty of material now for this uh, section, yeah. so maybe we should wrap up this piece. Yeah. And um, Rich is eating his apple. What do you think? Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, sweet tangle apples. I'm not the same person I was when I walked in this room. It's full of crap. I'm going to have a lot of apples. That is what the blue. Drinks, the apple, everything. It's fantastic. The cream corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really sweet. It sounds like... All right, we're going to take a break now. <laughs> and we're going to come back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I love the emphatic. And we're going to record birthday. the last piece. I'm rebirth. What do you uh, say? Super casual. Great time. We're ready with our last call in the Pub Hound podcast with Michael Howarth, author of Movies to See Before You Graduate from High School. Before you graduate from high school. It's not before you graduate high school. It's before you graduate from high school. Yes. I like prepositions. Okay. Well... Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's always good to hang out with you guys and chat about a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, well, we chatted a lot about movies. We did. Um, and speaking of movies, <laughs> thanks uh, to Brad and Holly from Bookhouse Cinema. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You guys have been great. It's been fun. You guys have been great. Uh, thank you, Rich. Come well, I do. <laughs> you showed up. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's good for me. Yeah. You fleshed out your character. I thought that you were just a librarian. Yeah. <laughs> when you got in here, you used to do a little one-dimensional, but... Yeah, over, over time. Yeah. Over I see the conflict in you. It's awesome. Force of nature. Yeah. All right, so now it's time the for life. the last call that we do every time. And uh, would anyone like to volunteer to go first? Nobody ever wants to volunteer to go first. Yeah, okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. We might need you to rap, though. At the end. I'll still rap. Okay. Oh, do you do that? I mean, if you beatbox, I'll 
Oh. Uh-oh. This is happening now. I just need a <laughs> He's not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about um, something that I reluctantly did the other night. Um, it's Drew, kind you of, don't have to do anything uh, you don't want to do. Well, yeah, we don't have to talk about it. This is all it turned out to be okay, but I would I would the people from Main Street Axe Company can can show up for our podcast one night and convince us that it's actually better than I. Oh, I saw I Jill had. mentioned something about this. Yeah, we went through Axe. Dumb as fuck. Cool. Yeah. I think it was her response. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they're coming on now. I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was that bad, but I described it afterwards to one of my. Well, I, I assume she was probably drunk when she tweeted that. So. Well. As you know, I like to throw darts, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, I described it to one of my friends afterwards as being like high-energy darts. Cool. Uh, except where you destroy the dartboard. I don't have that as you play, and which can be frustrating because you know you get bounce outs when you're throwing darts, but when you're throwing axes, it's like you hit it square and then it just falls out of the wood because the wood is like trashed after you know 20 minutes of. It would be an expensive it. business to run. So wait, it's kind of expensive to play, too. How much was it to play? How long did you get to play for it? And how many axes do you get to throw people? There's only one axe, and you don't get to throw <laughs> them at people at all. <laughs> you tried sliding that in there. Yeah. It was 20 bucks when per person blow, a little for 90 bucks. Dog pop up and red giggle. So, that's not actually, that's I mean, good it's probably comparable like the bowling. So wait, you, how many axes do you get? One for lane. <laughs> All right, and, and obviously the lanes are like walled, so that if you miss, yes. you don't go into the other you don't like somebody. Yes. Okay, Hatchet how many lanes out. are there? Uh, I don't know, like ten or twelve. Probably there's. Oh, that's actually it's a, in there. Okay, it's a really beautiful facility. So like, you just really is cool. it hard to throw it? No, it was pretty easy. I mean, you catch on after a couple throws. Are there is it like darts where there's points? It. You could do it. I don't. I don't know. Are there points, or Andrew do you just throw at the wall? You can do it. Uh, is it well, a game? It, it, yeah, it's like a, it's, a, it's a bullseye. Okay. So there's a target, and there would be there's games. I mean, we didn't really. You could play cricket, um, kind uh, of with darts. You mean? Okay. Yeah, but um, both axes. So ninety minutes to throw a dart. Twenty minutes. Yeah, throw an axe. Yeah, that's not bad for twenty bucks. Uh, okay. I mean, it's, was it worth, it's worth trying. You know, you one sound time. like it, it wasn't enjoyable. It was it was okay for a while, but I kind of tired of it quickly. Cause the axe is heavy. No. <laughs> About two pounds. Not, not literally tired, okay, okay. but just... I thought you were like, oh, my arm. I would probably pull a muscle. I hurt myself pretty easily. Well, I, I would assume an axe is heavy, too. I've got a three-and-a-half-pound so, axe in my car right like, now. I could see how you throw it once. I could see how the next day you'd be sore if you like, throw an axe. Well, the interesting thing about it is you really don't... It's, like not, it's really not that much about throwing a bag of line? Or, uh, <laughs> you just have to let it go and let the rotation do its thing. So okay. it's more about it's finding like a shallow right grave thing. Spot How much should we our basement to hit the board. The so does somebody teach you how to throw it? Yeah, they they kind of they kind of okay. come, come over and show you, give you some pointers. Do board. they eat up uh, most of your ninety minutes? Like no, <laughs> they didn't really. They're like, like we're gonna spend video? sixty minutes. There should be a safety axe. video. I, it seems like like it, it does actually seem like this is kind of surprising, like how loosey goosey it is. So where like, is this place? It's. Well, it's called Main Street X, but it's not on Main Street. Yeah, it's on a... Uh, 205 South Wall Street. Well, it's called Main Street X? This is their second location. They have one in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The, the Main, Main Street well X. Yeah. Do they have food there or anything or no? They have beers. Which is another thing that seems a little Because beers like and throwing axes, lucky go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Drinking and throwing axes. I didn't think you could have a liquor license without selling some kind of food. They must have some pretzels or something available. I don't recall having seen any, but maybe. We have... Half of our sales have to be food. Well, okay. they, I don't think they had any liquor. It was just but, okay. Well, that might be the so thing. that could be. But they also have skee ball. Oh, cool! Yeah, so, I like skee ball. Skee ball is axes. great. I can yeah. handle that. <laughs> right? Ski I like balls. You gotta get the axes on. I'd rather play with balls. <laughs> so anyway, I would play uh, skee ball with an axe. Axe throwing. <laughs> Check it out if you want to, but don't get don't get your hopes up too high. Okay. That was a glowing review. Yeah. Uh, they definitely not coming on the I podcast. I was just trying to make friends with uh, Michelle the other day. I met her for the first time. They seem like really nice people. Is that the, from mm-hmm. the Main Street mm-hmm. Axe place? Well, I mean, I think I think uh, if you're going to have an axe throwing business, now is the time to do yeah, it. Because, do it real quick. I mean, honestly, I'm not sure how long the 
you know. The, now that you've ruined it. Well, I actually forgot that they had a Joplin. <laughs> so I'm like, well, maybe I should try it before. There's like three in Joplin stuff now. To do. Yeah. Really? Three axe places? Yeah. Well, a you got to get out more. A Wop- I do. I think there's one like on uh, South Rangeland, kind of like. Or what will be the next like rustic trend that you think? Mm-hmm. Like. People what's, are gonna go out to What's the thing when you stand on the river and not fall I think it's gonna be spears. Spears? We're just more track and We already tried that with the the lawn darts. Yeah, that's true. That didn't work out very well. Lawn bowling. Lawn bowling is awesome. I think it's gonna be bocce. Arrows. Yeah. It could happen. I think you dump hot oil somewhere and then you light an arrow on fire. (laughs) And then you Yeah, I think that's what you're gonna have to do. For ninety minutes. Or like shoot a merry go around and make it spin. Right, that'd be awesome. All right, somebody else go. Somebody else do talk about their thing. I'd like to plug Sweet Tango Apples, one of the greatest apples on the planet. And right now, Target has them like a dollar a pound or something. That was really good. A really good apple. Very very crunchy. And they go very well with the Roku Gin. Yeah. Which Uh I also want to put a plug in and say that was some of the best gin I've ever had. It was very. It was very smooth. Very smooth. Very pure. You don't really get that a lot because gin has so many impurities, but that was uh, very tasty. Yeah. Should give props to the Japanese. Yeah. And to Holly for making a fantastic gin and tonic. Thanks. So, because I usually don't Which you can get a version of from Bookhouse Cinema. Yeah, yeah, I'll make a gin and tonic. I'll make a gin and tonic for anybody that walks through the door. Speaking of aluminum, if they're 21 plus, this is all it takes. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen the first couple of seasons. Black Sails? Pirate show. It got, a little, it got a little old for me after a while. It's basically a prequel to Treasure Island. Yeah, Stars. So well, that's, that's what I thought was fun yeah. about it, how they mixed in the yeah, fictional and characters. Yeah, it's got four, but it's, the scenery is breathtaking. They, I mean, they, they, it's, it's very much an R-rated Treasure Island. Thing. So there was, one, there was one thing about that show that got me... <laughs> Hot and bothered? No. <laughs> no, so that's bothered, outlander. yes, because <laughs> they use this phrase, and I don't, tell me if, if this has occurred to you yet, but... After a while, I started hearing it, and I got to where it was just, like, laughable. But they would say, this place. Because they're always talking about, like, the Bahamas as yeah. this, like, kind of holy grail yeah. for pirates. But it was constant. Like, the phrase, this place, showed up, like, three or four mm-hmm. times per episode. That's a lazy uh, writer, isn't it? Yeah. It was just, yeah. it was just like, it was always with this dramatic it's been a few years. emphasis. It's been a few years. It, just, it just made, it was <laughs> so just that kind of stuff drives me, me crazy, too. And, that, and it made me stop watching it, honestly. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> this is just, I just can't take it anywhere. I can't take it seriously. watching anything, like, historical or supposed to be historically accurate, and they say things like, what's up? Well, I'd like to thank you for having us tonight at this place. <laughs> <laughs> this place is really great. I do love this place. Well, yeah, I mean, if anybody's interested in watching some really good young adult films, then I would uh, check out movies to see before you graduate from high school. Uh, Try to make Drew feel better. And if you're, but also... It has uh, pictures. It does have pictures. It does have pictures. And, um, and appendices, which is Almost a picture for every film, but not quite. Um, but also my novel... Uh, my young adult novel, Fear Weather Ninjas, is available on Amazon and a couple other places. And uh, that's kind of a fun, quirky yep. book that we talked about. Um, was that a couple of years ago already? Maybe? I think it was. It, yeah, was, it was, was about two years, years ago. Because yeah. we missed um, last December. Yeah. So. In this December, technically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's a, I enjoyed writing that one, too. That's a, that's a fun, quirky, quirky read. Um, definitely for teenagers, though, not for children. Some sex and language in it. Emphasis on the adults. Children can't read. Yes. Holly, do you have a last Yeah, call? yeah, our last call as I drink the last of the tonic to wash out my glass there. Tell them to come to our work. Yeah, yeah, Bookhouse Cinema is at 715 Broadway in Joplin. Hopefully, it's still there when this podcast makes it to the air. And people, it's not like, it will be. By the time you're listening to this, business is good. It's been in somebody's queue for 20 years. I don't know. When people listen (laughs) to podcasts, it's hard to get around to. Yeah, we're about to hit our second year. We're basically an extension of campus. I was talking to someone from campus the other day about getting on the meal plan. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, they laughed at that and they're like, it's not going to be possible, but we might as well at this point. We've got, that would be cool. Yeah, be I know. Cool. We do enough stuff for Maybe something. we can do trade. Yeah, I know. 
Like, if you steal a loaf of bread from the cafe at the school, then we'll give you a taco. <laughs> and then we will not have to go to the grocery store so often. Uh, no, we don't. No. So if you guys show Those a movie there, you have to pay for the distribution rights. We generally do. Yeah. Every but, now and then we can work out a sweet deal where we just get permission to show it. Or, um, but or, it doesn't have to be something that comes in the mail. No. no. And just to show it, we have so to. I can bring a DVD yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because we don't have 35mm projector yet. Okay. And we don't. Also, we have such a small room that we don't have a DCP projector, which is what most most film comes on these days because it's not film, it's yeah. a digital file. Um, have you guys thought about adding another a separate room or now? Yeah, I would have love to. We have to expand. We would love else. to grow into okay. a bigger space. Because like, we like see 47 the, now. Like so. make that room bigger? Or add another room. Add, or add another room. Take the whole like patio area and turn that into... Yeah, okay. that's it. That's his dream. Nice. Is to what? To take... If anybody out there has about $2 million that they would like to gift me, we will turn the Toys R Us building into a multiplex indie cinema and restaurant. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be the best restaurant in town. Yeah, we'll do with that. With the coolest movies. Somebody wanted to pay for it. We'll just do that. Yeah. Have but, you thought about getting investors? I don't no, want to no, give up any control. That. That's true. Yeah, that's why we're not a non-profit... Like, yeah. I like it the way it is, and yeah. people seem to like it the way it is. It's, I, don't, it's, I wouldn't it's mind fun. staying it's this size forever. Yeah, potential. Yeah. If you look at the population of Joplin and, and the you know the number of people we appeal to out of it, True. I think we can stay the same size for a while. Just some nights are super busy when we have something yeah. that is more mass appeal or a special event that draws in a hundred people. We just have to squeeze, and that's fun too. It's fun yeah. to be busy. Got a few of those come up. And you guys are closed on Monday and Tuesday. We're closed Mondays and Tuesdays, but Tuesdays for a while now, for the foreseeable future, we'll be um, partnering with Missouri Southern for the International Spring Film yeah. Series, yeah. and then in the fall we'll go back to the Fall Film Series. And then, okay. Um, we're showing some French films um, with yeah. Missouri Southern in March, and the Literature Week that they do on campus every year. This year is all Harry Potter. Yeah. So we're showing oh, a couple yeah. of Harry Potter related films with last year it was um, Robinson Crusoe with the English department. This year yeah. it's Harry Potter, and we're showing <laughs> Mudbloods, which is a documentary nervous. about the UCLA Quidditch team, okay. and um, yeah. Puffs, musical. the musical um, filmed live, which is a Broadway Puffs. style musical about Hufflepuffs. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's about Hufflepuffs. Um, which that might help. You know, <laughs> Cedric. Yeah, you're a Slytherin, but okay. <laughs> have you guys done well, your thing totally where you figure out? Have you guys done your thing where you find out which house you're in? Oh, I just know. We've talked about this before. We... I've actually done it online. <laughs> yeah. You told, you okay. told me I was a Hufflepuff, and I still don't know what that means. <laughs> what do you? I still feel <laughs> like I should punch it. Means it means you're a like, really hard. Are you I mean, they're like a good friend? Hufflepuffs are good friends. Surprise you? No, I don't surprise me at all. Actually, okay. What are you? I'm a Gryffindor. Are you? And I know a lot of people say that, but I really am. I'm kind of. Dude, I am a Slytherin too. How'd you know? It's uh, scary. Well, you're good. First of you're all, good. You're an author. Yeah. And you wrote about other people's work, so <laughs> you, you took other people's work and transformed it in a way through your own lens so that you could benefit. So that makes you a Slytherin. Whatever it takes. Awesome. It's like slitting throats. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus. And I would do the same thing if I knew how to read. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I can make sandwiches. <laughs> because I sneak out at night a lot. Because oh. <laughs> you're noble. Are you guys oh. going to go like slit your palms and shake hands after Yeah. Sure. I don't think we have to. No. no we're just going to poison some <laughs> Now i got somebody children. to snake talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rich, what's your, what's your last call? I'm not sure I have one anymore. I guess lately I've been thinking a bit about joy. Um Joy Division? Dorkin? No, no, I haven't. Joy Dorkin. Uh, but no, she was she was great. Uh, she was a professor there in, when I was, like, many years ago when I was at Southern. But no, um, we recently moved the digital media conversion from the makerspace into the local history room where I work. Mm. And so I've been having these people come in with their old VHSs of their... Uh, their home movies, oh, and which is I mean, cool. Well, <laughs> you are you are an asshole, are you? After the tornado, some porn blew in our yard. So, oh well, I know it hasn't been those home movies. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because then I could like blackmail them. <laughs> um, no, it's you know, it's been you know, it's generally been like some older patrons. To an extent, you know, it's kind of bittersweet because they're looking at these movies and they're really excited to have them back because people that are in the 
movies are not alive anymore. Wow. Um, but just the joy that they experience. And then, like, you know, it's, it's things like birthday parties and family vacations. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of uh, a point that I used to be at in my poetry where I always wrote just for the joy of writing. And that, that was really, really it for me. And it's lately, I feel like I've kind of gotten away from that. Um, and I'd kind of like to get, get back to that where, for me, the point of writing is just for that, that enjoyment. Um, not only the joy of writing, but creating that emotional response in other people. Hmm. So, uh, well, for better or worse, I mean, you, you, maybe you're feeling like you've gotten away from it because you've found some success recently in getting things published. So, well, well, um, no, I, th- I, I feel like, well, I feel like it. I find it a little bit harder to find joy in things in general. We live in kind of a shitty world, but that's it's always been a shitty world though, um, and that's the thing know. that I. It's pretty shitty right yeah, now. Yeah, it's pretty shitty, it's but pretty it's. Shitty. <laughs> I mean, you know, today is the 75 year anniversary of Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. And the freeing, freeing. The freeing about The liberation. Yeah, the liberation. But, you know, we've always, and humans especially, have always done some really terrible things. Um, it's been a, and it, it can be hard to, to find that joy in life. But, you know, I see these, these movies and I think about the time that they're filmed. And there were terrible things going on then, too. And so I watch them like, well, this crisis was going on. Mm-hmm. This nation was doing this terrible thing. Normally, it's America. I think it's easy. Uh, I think it's easy to slip into that idea. Yeah, though, that yeah. now was the worst time that there ever was. Yeah, and yeah. Well, and that's yourself. that's sort of I think what I'm trying to get around to. Like, but these people, you know, they're they're finding you know, like somebody's 92nd birthday party and that celebration of life in spite of whatever else is going on. Like that is, and it's important to us in such terrible times to hold on to these little pockets of joy. And if you are, um, are a writer, you know, sometimes it's hard, hard to write when you're thinking about something like poetry. It it can seem frivolous when you're writing in a time of such strife, but creating, you know, this device that will bring joy to somebody else, you know, that's that's still definitely worthwhile in spite of whatever terrible things are going on. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. All right. Speaking of which, thanks everyone for coming. Yeah, it has been great. Cheers. 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 <laughs> <laughs>